0: Music Raygun. My name's Paul Ciampanelli. My name's Kirk Pinchon. This is the podcast where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch videos about that topic, and you can see all the clips we talk about on our website, musicraygun.com. Right, Kirk? Yeah. Today on the show, Kirk, off-brand picks. Yes. What does that mean? Off-brand picks. That is a thing that I thought we should bring up about, particularly me, because I have you have a much broader sense of music than I do. I tend to yeah. be very narrow in my enjoyment of music. Of, of, uh, of music. Yeah, but you're more encyclopedic about the stuff you love. Yeah. 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 So, but I was like, hey, you know what? There is stuff that I like that maybe people would be surprised that I, A, know, and B, actually really enjoy. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's just talk about that. Um, for me, it, it, there's, always, there's a bit of, of a caveat with that, meaning... I don't have all the stuff of the people that we that I chose, but, but it's, it's like, like a song that you love, or I, of course there's a rule it had to be at least two songs. Yeah. If I like two songs, I'm like, oh, then I like you. Okay, yeah, cool. That was it for me. Mine basically counts for that. Like like you're saying, I think my quote unquote brand is yeah. is harder to define. Than Way yours. harder. Yes, but I was able to pick out some stuff where it's like this isn't stuff that I listen to regularly or that anyone would really guess that I like. Or that I go that deep into, but I know a little bit of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and maybe I've been listening to it for a long enough time that I'm like, yeah, it's in my wheelhouse, um, or not, but but it's in my repertoire of yeah. things that I listen to. Yeah, I can so, see that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just that, just that. Kind I mean, your idea. brand is we talk about it all the time. I mean, you like new jack swing, smooth R and B, dance music, any <laughs> 80s hip hop, a- a- hip hop and jazz. Yeah. 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 And smooth jazz. It's jazz. Well, jazz and, and funk, jazz. and but but yeah, yeah. it's it's and, all the same McGillagutty. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so um yeah, so this is stuff that's a little maybe outliers, I guess we should say. Yeah. yeah. Um mine too, they just maybe lie a little farther. <laughs> Way farther. <laughs> like <laughs> in the sticks that you have to dig to find. Yeah. yeah. But uh let's just jump to our first clip, which is one of yours. Oh, okay. And I was so happy to see it because a, I love this song mm-hmm. a lot. It was on, like, alternative radio. It's like It was a staple when yeah. I was growing up. Um, but I haven't heard it in so long. And I never saw the video. Oh, you never did? No. No, they don't play it a lot. Like, yeah. you, you don't even hear it. Uh, I chose uh, The Cult. She sells yeah. Sanctuary. Big hit. I don't even hit. think I really knew the name of the song. It was just a song, even though it's from 85. Yeah. On '90s alt radio, it was still a staple. Like it's just always on the yeah, radio. Yeah, I don't know if it still is. as much, I don't hear it like if you hear it on like retro flashback, you don't hear it as much. Yeah, but it's the cult song that you hear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I love this like right out of the bat. I was like, oh wow, this is this is haunting and serious and, and kind of deep. But uh, yeah, let's play. I think maybe but if sexy people, at the same time. If people don't realize they know the song by the title, they'll recognize. Yeah. It. Exactly. Um. The video is very 80s cool. Yeah, it's British band. It's goth, but on the poppiest end yes, of it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it felt goth to me when I see it, but it was accessible to me when yeah. I heard it. Uh, I love that. I mean, their look is so 80s Their goth. look is cool. That dude, yes. I... I, I, I try to remember his name Ian Fielding or something Ian uh, I don't remember either, yeah. But yeah, yeah he is cool as fuck now, he's the guy who when the Doors got back together was their lead singer which yes m- made sense to me it made sense but I remember people were always like oh the cult they're kind of like the Doors I'm like fuck they are not no the they're, they're not but he is like an 80s British goth band version of Jim Morrison <laughs> I can he's see that he's the closest that. to Jim Morrison that that up <laughs> it's true that's true and I could see him you know it made sense to me that they picked him yes yes but uh, yeah I loved it when it came out what I find interesting about the cult yeah is that two years later mm-hmm. they changed their sound yeah and they became kind of almost a heavy metal band yeah with so Love it. Removal Machine okay I, think, I don't think I know that either. that's their other that was their other big hit I'll play it later uh, after, after the show but you'll hear it and you're like it's great. Yeah. But you go? Wow, this sounds like ACDC Oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind. Of okay. Not, not, not like hair metal. They didn't. didn't become we, a hair metal. Because even this, this is from like '85. The band's only two or three years old at this point, but. Even earlier than this, they were way more goth. Oh, as okay. nice poppy. Yes, like they were more of a strictly goth. Maybe not as much as Bauhaus or something, but closer <laughs> B- to that. Uh, uh, and then they. my friends listen nice. to Bauhaus. I think they probably made a calculated decision to, to go yes. pop and, and shift some units. And what happened? Uh, this was a, and this uh, this was that result. Yeah. Which was a big hit. And then two years later, I did a little digging, and um, they did their follow up album, and. Uh, and he did it with Rick Rubin Yeah And that album was One that had Love Removal Machine on it That became Rick It was a big hit Yeah But it does It sounds like an ACDC song they're, they're clearly One of those bands Who are like I'm not gonna call them Sellouts But they're like We're willing to go Pop to be big. Yeah Yeah um, And also I think They're like uh, We have the chops to do it We can do it Yeah this This song is so full of hooks Yeah The the video that it reminds me most of is uh, "80s" by Killing Joke. You know that one? I know the band Killing Joke. I don't know. That's the song that Nirvana ripped off for "Come As You Are." It's that riff. Oh, that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they definitely look goth in the video but, Yes uh, I mean, especially him It's such a big I mean, this is like a stadium event. It's Oh, yeah is such It such a really big is. song Yeah This is like where This is like the song they play at the end And people just lose their mind Yeah Yeah And I love when this song came out Like, I did not buy the album I don't even think I ever bought, like, a cassette single But it was always on the radio It was always on MTV So I'm like, oh, this is great Yeah well, that's, that's kind of what I was going to say. Not to read you yeah. or the song, but it's sort of like the song where the jocks like it and the actual dot kids are like, no, oh, yeah. they don't know. No, nope. that's true. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. yep. like when... Uh, that happens with the cure too right yeah like the popular kids are like no I love the cure I love yeah. the calls," and it's like fuck you yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, that's our thing it's supposed to be our thing yes. but it is that good yeah you just described and with the cure because I tell it that I like, like I like I like all the hits yeah but I also I'm a big fan of uh Ha ha ha! she's like oh fuck that song she's like it's garbage I was like that's a great funky feeling she's like Bleh. how does Ann feel about this one? I think she, she likes the song yeah. but I don't think she likes Love Removal Machine that much uh, yeah, not, she's not a big cult fan yeah, in general. yeah but also the name the cult what a great name for a, a band so their original name was Death Cult that's right yeah which, again, they're like, sense. no, we want to be popular. Yeah, so they're like, we want to make a little bit of money? It's like the the band called Death, where the whole thing oh, was yeah. No, you, we'll sign you, but you have to change your name. And they were like, nope. And this band was called Death Cult, and probably the record label was like, you got to change their, your name. And they were like, okay, whatever it <laughs> yeah, takes. Sure, that <laughs> sounds good. Are you good with the cult? Because we're good with the cult. Okay, yeah. great. Let's do the, it. I, the Cult is a better name. It's less cool and badass, but almost more mysterious to just call yourself a I would text. rather have a t-shirt that said the cult, than yeah, the cult. Yeah, yeah 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 death cult is almost a little bit of try hard name. you know what <laughs> I, I mean can see that yeah. yep yep makes sense but I love that you love that song yeah love it all right let's talk about Gal Costa do you know Gal Costa no so I really like in a really casual way bossa nova and tropicalia music okay like Brazilian mm-hmm. pop and that's what she is. Like, she's a very popular Brazilian pop singer who's been popular for decades and works with Gilberto Gil and Caetano uh, oh. Barroso And I like and, Gilberto Gil. Right, right, right. So um, she's a big star in Brazil, mm-hmm. big enough that she, even though I'm not like a big world music guy. Yeah. But we're going to listen. My choices are essentially <laughs> not world music, but but pop from other countries. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. So this is a song called Sebastiana, mm-hmm. which is from Gal Costa's 1969 debut solo album. But this performance is from 1978. Oh, okay. And I don't really know anything about it lyrically. I looked it up and it's just kind of like, just vaguely a pop song about Sebastiana is someone who dances All right. and she's just singing about how Sebastiana dances. And then the chorus is Sebastiana yells A-E-I-O-U Ipsilon. Why? I don't know, but like <laughs> when she dances, okay. I don't. It's one of those things where because it's in another language, I'm like, is that an idiom, or does it make? Is it suggestive of something? Yeah. And but because it's cultural, I'm just not getting. I'm only getting the literal. Yeah, exactly. Of layers, no I don't know what it means, but it might mean something. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a cool song. And Gal Costa is very watchable. Oh, well, is that her? Yeah. She's so, she's singing so fast, but her performance is so casual. Yeah. She's just sort of struggling. Yeah, she's be beautiful. Yeah, she is. Well, well, I was trying to think of like this seems like a live. And I was. Like, oh, she's she's lip syncing to the studio version, but yeah. this, this it says it's from 1978 Italian TV. TV. Okay, and this record is from 1969. So that's so interesting because it's it's nine years old but that was her hit that she's singing nine that's years later them, yeah. yeah that's yeah. amazing oh she's getting dramatic now yeah she's really starting to yeah. perform it oh she is striking she really wow. is yeah and then the set too the set feels very for lack of a better phrase I'm gonna sound like an idiot Aztecian yeah no I think you're right yeah for, whatever aboriginal yes. costumes are. From, that camera work is like the, the switching the, the to shots is, yeah, yeah. is stressing me out. I thought I thought in the very beginning yeah there's a guy that's just sitting there. Oh yeah that guy was moving. They're not yeah. they're not statues they're costumes people. Okay. Oh my god.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like I should be high. <laughs> it would help. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean not like, that you need it but no. yeah it is kind of psychedelic yes and it's a real interesting song yeah and I feel like I feel like if I was high I'd be like oh I get it I know it now yeah but and now she's riding on the ground like in a a ritual yeah that's why it amused me when you were like oh she's very casual and cool I was like I'll just keep watching her it really changed yeah 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 she really amped it up yeah something about Sebastiana's dancing is just getting to her wow and so do you know other songs of first? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one called Baby that I love a lot, which is more of a ballad. And I almost picked it for this instead. I kept going back and forth. Oh, okay. But I ultimately went with this. Because I thought it was, it was more upbeat. Well, it's also just the video is tripping. Yeah. I'm still – it weirds me out that it was uh, – just people sitting there silently Yeah As she arrived on the ground and The 70s were a weird time you <laughs> want was, to tell you? Listen, yeah. things things went down in the 70s Yeah yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, yeah, I, I really like I should dive deeper into Tropicalia Because I, I every time I hear some it's, it's frequent that I will hear a song that makes me go Ooh, what is this? And then yeah. it's some 60s or 70s Brazilian pop And I'm like Every time I'm You're like, really, sense. yeah. That that type of music gets me. Are you into? Even though it's not that related, are you into Cuban jazz? Uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's a fucking honest answer. <laughs> like I like Cuban jazz, but other yeah. than Tito Puente, I couldn't name oh, one. Oh, okay, person. yeah, or Celia Cruz. Yes. Or, yeah, actually, I yeah. do like that. Those one things. of my mom's favorite movies is the Mambo Kings. Oh, that's a great movie. And so she played the soundtrack uh, a lot. At home when I was growing up, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I, a little bit of that stuff. I know. Uh, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, 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 that's very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so very interesting to hear your <laughs> thoughts about your next yes. choice. This is a, this is one of the biggest outliers for me, probably for you. But this is one of the biggest hit songs <laughs> of know. all time. I know. <laughs> I know. So it's not. It's not. People are going to know what this is. Oh They're yeah, you're going to it is. This yeah. is Steve Miller Band, yeah. uh, the Joker. Right now. Um, I have a well-known distaste for almost all classic rock. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Steve Miller. Like, not just the song. Mm-hmm. Every hit that – I don't dive deep. Every hit that he has, I go, yep, that's, that's a great song. Huh. I actually couldn't figure out which one to put on because I was like, well, I like them all. And I just picked the Joker because it's uh, – the video just looks so 70s and they look so 70s and- yeah, it's a cool video that I never saw before, so yeah. I'll watch it right and now. And the band, you're just like, oh boy, they're so high. But I just want to say, and I don't want to just be contrarian yeah. or shit on your choices, but because we're talking about our brands, I like classic rock. I fucking hate Steve Miller <laughs> so much. That's so funny. And this is maybe the song I hate most in oh, the world. I'm so glad I picked it <laughs> Oh, that's great. So, you're like picking a music, like a type of music that I like, but boy, did you zero out on something <laughs> that's, I don't like. This would be, for Steve Miller, this would be maybe, I'd go ahead and say maybe my top three favorite song of this. There is a Steve Miller song I like. It's not Ever Cadaver, is it? No. <laughs> that's probably his worst. Well, I'll, like I'll also say this. I mean, I've always been a big music nerd. Yeah. My best friend my whole childhood uh, until college. Uh, and we were close since first grade mm. but he just like more than anyone I've ever met didn't care about music mm. like he just didn't listen to music he didn't give a shit yeah. he owned one CD and it was Steve Miller's greatest hits which is all you need he, to like, he liked Steve Miller it's, it's so funny that yeah. one thing what is the song that you tolerate by Take him? the Money and Run I almost put it yeah I, I like that song. I like, song I like the story in it being a story the, song the, the, I, the, the terrible grammar in it yeah I, just yeah, like, I like that one uh, but I'm kind of like delighted that you picked That's the Joker so because funny. of how much I hate yeah. it. So, and and I'm glad that I saw the video because I never saw. It I mean. It is so the type of music that a person who doesn't care about music would only <laughs> yeah. own that CD. <laughs> so like, good. that's what Steve Miller yeah. is. You'd be like, like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I bet my friend is not unique that it's... He's, there are a lot of people out there who own one CD and oh, it's yeah. Steve Miller Band's great. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's good. i yeah. put it on every now and then. I like this. I think it's got a... I really like the bass line. The bass player is cool. The bass yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is that time of, like... Hey, you don't have to be really good looking to be a rock star. For sure. <laughs> you can just be like normal looking yeah. and play the guitar. Um, I think, I mean, the quality of it that is so like for casual music. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. such a radio song. It is. Yeah. yeah all of this were for, for that. Yeah. This reminds me of mostly in the bad way because I hated it. I'd be like, so I'm like in my early teens. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we got some beer and we stole some cigarettes. Yeah. Let's go to the lake. Yeah. And like just hang out. And someone inevitably plays this. Yeah. And I'm happy with it. And then someone pulls out a guitar and starts playing fucking Neil Young. And I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. (laughs) <laughs> that that happens so many times where it's like, it starts to see Miller, someone puts it on the boombox. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'll try smoking a cigarette. And then someone's like, who wants to hear Ohio? And then I'm like, I walk home. That is not, look, I like Neil Young, but that's not a good campfire song. No. student's getting it's, shot. I know. But that was you like that. Oh man, Old Man. They good played, one. it was either Ohio, Cinnamon Sor- Girl, or, or um, My My Hey Hey, or Hey Hey My My, yeah, my hey, whichever hey, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve Miller, I think is great. I don't know why. I hate the the wolf whistle slide guitar yeah. effect. The lyrics refer to his other songs. Um, <laughs> and then Do you think, yeah, like some people call me Maurice, uh, okay. or uh, a bunch of the lyrics are, are references yeah. to his other songs. Well, I mean, the guy who tried to write... Yeah. yeah. Texas and faxes. Or just thinking about the people who like it because he says he's a toker man. Well this is but, also real. But league. it is a fun laid back thing, so I'm not, you know. You can't cause this is a little like this is this is jock rock a bit. This is seventies jock rock. Yeah, the same the same football players who love the cult song also <laughs> were, like Steve yeah. Miller. Their older brothers like <laughs> uh, listen to Steve Miller right before wrestling practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I did. I, I, I was thinking, oh, do I put Take the Money and Run? I was like, oh, maybe i do do Swingtown or Rockin' Me Baby. And I was like, oh, God, I like stuff. So I I don't I hate, hate other keep on Rocking Me Baby, but. The only one I really disliked was Abracadabra, but that's only because. <laughs> my, that's my best friend's favorite song. <laughs> but as a kid, I loved it because it was it, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was really, and that's a different sound than all those other right, songs. Right, that was sort of like his 80s comeback. His hit. 80s comeback. Yeah. It was a little, it was new wavy for him, and then that was it. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, look at that dude. He's just such a regular guy. He, I think he still just tours I think constantly. he still plays. Yeah. He plays his He's hits. a real state fair act. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm sure he's just going to play every hit song. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. with Fly Like an Eagle, and he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Just, <laughs> it's so funny. I picked the song you hate the most. Right. For this, oh, for this topic. What's the like best. Songs I like that you wouldn't think I like. <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh. But <laughs> that one, <laughs> oh God, Kirk! But you can see how a snob like me would. Be oh, totally. <laughs> I I am very surprised that I enjoy Steve Miller as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's it's real mass appeal. Yeah, and, and and I fully admit that the qualities that make it mass appeal are what repel me mm-hmm. from it, and that that's just me being a snob. Yes. I own up to that. Yeah, you own it. But yeah. I'm a snob. So. Yeah, that's, why, that's, why we're, that's why we're here. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the one American group. Okay. I I do you know the Free Design? I swear I know the Free Design. I don't know if I know this song, but why do I know the Free Design? The Free Design are amazing. The Free Design are a family band from uh-huh. the 60s. Okay. Who are typically characterized as sunshine rock. Imagine... If you combined Peter, Paul, and Mary with the Carpenters, but then just shaved off all those sharp edges. <laughs> <laughs> just got rid of the edginess. Yeah. The free design make the Carpenters look like the Plasmatics. <laughs> the free design. They are the, to me, like ultimate, like 60s feel-goody folk pop. Did they do a song called I Found Love? I think they did. Okay. Some of their song titles, I wrote down some of their song titles, other than the one we're gonna listen to. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the one I picked is not a favorite song of mine at all, but it's the only video I could find with them performing it. Oh, okay. Um, but some of their other songs that I might have picked are Kites Are Fun. <laughs> which is also that's not a real title. That's also the name of the album that that song oh, is. Oh my god. Kites Are Fun. Umbrellas. Just umbrellas. Umbrellas. Okay. I Like the Sunrise. The sunrise, bubbles, which is a real funky track. I love <laughs> bubbles, that might be my favorite. <laughs> bubbles is a funky track, bubbles is great. And butterflies are free. That's another. Oh, one. do I know that one? Um, people might know if podcast fans if they listen to the podcast Jordan Jesse Go with uh, um, Jesse, I, I do not, but um, they use the free design song, uh, Love You as their theme. Okay. Song. Uh, Regardless of how you feel about the music, there, it's just, it's a lot of close harmonies and flutes. (laughs) And, and I genuinely, this is real off brand for me because on paper, I should hate this. Yeah, if it's that. But listening to it is like unscrewing my skull and pouring liquid Zoloft onto my brain. It just really relaxes me. This but is your soothing music. It's, it re- yeah, and I really like it. It makes me happy, which is what it's designed to do. And I love, I love that they're a family band. That is, that is really funny. Brothers and sisters. And speaking of brothers, this song is called My Brother Woody. And there's, there's no subtext to any of their songs. It's just all text. <laughs> all text? This song, is they're singing about their brother Woody. Alright Is, Is there this, actually A brother named Woody Do we know Yes him? And in this video They'll show They're performing on TV But they also have Like a slideshow going With pictures of their Brother Woody Who's like an infant Oh okay So uh, Jason. Uh, Jason, Oh my god okay. yeah. uh, That's Mike Douglas He must yeah, be he doing as The as Mike Douglas show, show. So yeah, the free Also by the way If you like the band Stereolab I do like Stereolab Clearly influenced By the free okay. design Okay I do but like more, But more but electric And these guys yes. Aren't really Electric oh that is they open with a shot of a little kid in the bottom oh (laughs) my god that is baby soft oh yeah great another great name for a band Free Design yeah okay Uh, the Free Design did do I Found Love Okay It's a great song I think you'll dig it The only reason why I know it Is because they played it In a kids TV show Called Yo Gabba Gabba Oh did they? Yeah, I love Yo Gabba, Gabba When I was When my kids were real little They were yeah. obsessed with Yo Gabba Gabba We saw them in concert And one of the episodes Had uh, I Found Love And I love I that song Yeah okay. I've never heard any other song by it except that They're great This is softer than I Found Love This is so it, They are so soft Yeah but they can sing, and sometimes some of the like, time. Bubbles actually is like the bass player. Just tears it the fuck off <laughs> From that song. Even if you hear the studio version of this song, the bass is pretty yeah. complex. I think keeps showing like him getting older with football. Yeah, that's cute. I, I feel like we're I'm talking too loud to
1: the music. Like, yeah, like, you just gotta It's okay, man.
0: It's, it's fine. Things fine. It's fine. Yeah, tell us about your brother Woody. seems like a great guy. What does he like to do? Like climb trees, play football? football's a great sport. hope he he takes care of himself. But isn't this soothing? Like, couldn't you, if you're stressed, just be like, I'm just going to put on some free design, close my eyes, and then (laughs) smoke a drink. Just kind of lean back. Yeah, and they feel like they they were big-ish. Like, not, they they didn't break huge. Yeah, I think it's more, they really never broke big, but then were influential later. Like, they're the velvet underground (laughs) of soft as baby shit. Without the pre design, there is no America. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't sell anything, any records when they were active, but then like decades later, other bands were like, "Oh, we love the Free Design." Yeah, this is the first time I've seen what they look like because yeah. the and yoga Gabba It's just an animated thing. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that fits." How the song fits how they look. Yeah, and that and I bet fades out with just the patas. There's a song they have called uh, "A Leaf Has Veins." <laughs> course it is and the course. lyrics are literally just like a leaf has veins and then another lyric and then the rest of the song is just and like scatting like it's that. funny because they don't seem i'm gonna get real cliche here they yeah. don't feel real hippie-ish to me no i think they're christian yeah they feel a like, christian yeah. family band yeah they yeah. feel like a family band they, they really do yeah. yeah but they're talented mm-hmm. i mean you you may hate the type of music that it is but they're yeah, good vocal band. No, I'm not mad. I love the free design. You wouldn't. You wouldn't think I would. I wouldn't think that that softness would be in your brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. What's next in your brain? Uh, up next in my brain is uh, Miss Fiona Apple. Sure. Yeah, I love Fiona. Apple. I love Fiona Apple. Yeah. Uh, again, I think I know three songs. Okay. Uh, the song bands. you've chosen, I never heard of. Oh, I'm a very song. casual Fiona. I'm. I mean, she had their She had criminal. And then somebody, Shadow Boxer was the yeah. first single off of her first yeah. album, It's still like <clears> my <throat> favorite track of hers. And I remember going, I like that song. And then yeah. I saw Criminal. I was like, oh, that was wow. Huge that's hit. really good. Yeah. And then this is this is off her second album, and it's okay. that album that had the ridiculously long album title. it, it, it commonly referred to as When the Pawn, because yes. the, the full title is an entire poem that she wrote. Yes. But the first three words are When the Pawn. Yeah, and it goes so. on forever. Right. Which is so... Pretentious and uh, a thing that a, like, 21-year-old, you know, pop singer... Songwriter, like, would do. Like, it's would so odd, her brand. Mm. Yes. So this <laughs> is her song, Fast As You Can. Yeah. Which uh, is my favorite Fiona Apple song. And uh, it's, it's pretty fast. I've seen her live once, kind of. Mm. Because uh, when he used to do his monthly live show at Largo, I'd go see the Paul F. Tompkins show. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And he would always have... Other comedians as guests and uh, musical guests. It was a variety show live mm-hmm. every month mm-hmm. at, at Largo, and Largo sort of has a revolving community of musicians yeah. like John Bryan, and Amy Mann, right? Amy Mann, yeah. um, and and Fiona Apple sort of in that circle. Oh, okay. And so once at the Paul F. Tompkins show, Fiona Apple, I, I saw her sing with Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, that's cool. Really special. Look yeah. at that. Uh, but I don't know this song fast as you can. It got some play. Yeah. And I, I feel like where's Fiona Apple She's been going oh, for a few, few years. I was literally just yeah. about to bring that up. I was like, I have no idea what she does or what if she does different types of music. And no, her last album came out in like 2012 or 13 or something like that, and I it's been kind of silent since. Yeah, then. that's a yeah. fair, a long. That's a, a a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's been a minute. I am. Uh, we oh. need her. I I have a soft spot for. Uh, pretentious women yeah uh, I'm intimidated by them yeah but that's like my favorite thing yeah yeah. I'm intimidated by them because I'm like oh my god they're so much fucking smarter than me <laughs> but like I'm retracted to them and yeah. the fact that she played piano as well I'm like wow she's like a double dose of like she, intimidation was she like 18 when that first album came out maybe she's 18. not that much older than me yeah yeah but uh, I think this song is super cool, and I think yeah. she's super cool, and I fully embrace all of her pretensions. Yeah. Like, even that long-ass title, I go, no, nah, that's fine. That's fine for you. The first time I ever heard of her was from Uncle Mark and uh, Louise. Oh, no way! I mean, bef- like, even before Shadow Boxer was on the radio. Like, yeah. It was right before it, her first single started to be on all the time. Yeah. Right before she hit, they were the ones who were like, "There's this new album by this new singer, and it's great. You should check it out." Oh wow, look at that, yeah. smart. So I always think of, uh, I always think of that one. That's of cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, even her videos are real, like some sort of statement that I can't figure out. I just know that it's cool, and she's I'm apparently doing something smart because I can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, not to demil- diminish her talent at all, which is large, yeah. But at the time, she was extremely um, a gifted, pretentious 18-year-old. Oh, yeah. Like, she, yeah. fully. <laughs> yeah, like she fully, ha- you know, knew what she yeah. was. And yeah. She wasn't afraid to vocalize it. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I thought she dated David Blaine. Really? Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't swear I'm not making yeah. that up. If I'm making that yeah, up, maybe. That's horrible. Maybe. You can check that right now before even things get crazy. Yeah. But um, Fiona Apple is everything that Jewel wishes she was. Wow. Don't, don't, don't ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I can't. I'm, I can't even with you because with, that's. Not, I like Jewel. I had a huge crush on Jewel when I was a kid. I still do. Uh, I like, but, uh, I don't, but I don't like her music. <laughs> I am a I I like Fiona Apple I don't think Fiona Apple Oh no they dated They did Fiona Apple and David Blaine Yeah look there's pictures Oh wow Yeah That's great it's great, it great that I remembered it didn't just make that up like a douchebag. I hope the fact that she's been sort of off the grid for the past few years professionally is by her own choice and not because she's not doable. Yeah, you know exactly. I, mean? I hope so, too. But you would think that Meg, maybe she records, like in my mind, I'm like, oh, she records a jazz album. Yeah. She could do it. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason why she couldn't. Oh. And I'm sure she's like, the pop landscape is bullshit. <laughs> um... She's great. I like yeah. her album uh, Extraordinary Machine. When was that one? I not even know that. That was like 2005. That's the one that she recorded, like that John Bryan produced and then oh, they didn't put it out. I and then she put out a new version but the original version with John Bryan's production leaked. So there's like multiple versions out oh, there. interesting. Hey, the title track from that is one of my favorites. If she was uh, if she was in concert somewhere in LA I would go see her. Yeah, yeah. Totally go see her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think she's She's played in the past no. few years. I don't know. I'll do some digging see if I yeah. can find out what she's up to. But let I us know do, I know. did a cursory like search and didn't really find anything huh. new from her in the past yeah. few years. So yeah. Uh, okay. I also picked a young pop singer mm-hmm. for my next selection. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was young in the 60s, the late 60s, when she was big. And she's a French. Pop singer. I don't know if you like a lot of French pop music from don't the 60s. No, Don't know a lot about like it. I, but I do. But <laughs> Paul likes it. Technically, this is a French pop subgenre called yay yeah, yay. Yeah. Oh, my but, God. Um, oh. Well, you always – you know, sometimes you'll ask me, like, how do you know this music? And you say, I know and how I know. i say, I don't know. Yeah. I know how I like this music mm-hmm. because 10 or 12 years ago when there weren't a lot of podcasts, but I first started, like, trying to find podcasts mm-hmm. – I found one called uh, Radio Olala, which was the podcast arm of a French pop blog run by a um, woman from Amsterdam who's living in Canada. This is so much delicious snobbery going on right now. (laughs) It just keeps getting deeper and deeper. So she – yeah, she had a blog called Franco Agogo Mm. and her – no – Maybe it was called Radio Olala. No, the, the blog was called Franco Agogo, and the podcast was Radio Olala. Mm-hmm. And she just played French pop music, and I listened to that podcast, which is now defunct. And you're like, oh, I and you discovered this singer. Yes, okay. I discovered a lot of – that's how I got into Serge Gainsbourg, who's a big name. Mm-hmm. Um, and she played a lot of Jacqueline Tayaeb, who, who we're going nice. to listen to, nice. who's actually from French Tunisia. Oh, okay. Uh, she had a big hit at the time called 7 AM, which lyrically is about a young woman. She's probably like 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics to that song were basically about waking up in the morning and just getting ready for school and brushing your teeth and all that <laughs> stuff. Of course. Uh, yeah. And this song is sort of like the sequel to that because it's just about, it's called La Fache de Lettre. La Fache de Lettre. I don't know if I pronounced that right. No, I think you. La but de that that means, means Yep. The school of letters basically is about a day at college. Oh, Lyrical. look at that! Nineteen sixty-seven. So we'll play it. It's super late sixties French pop. Wow! And then I will say what the lyrics mean afterwards, right. or maybe during. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, it's in black and white. That's yeah. cool. Real French new wave. <laughs> Wow. So she's just describing um, like going into the lecture hall and people fill the lecture hall. And With the video, she's in like a cafe. Yeah. yeah. And she's singing to a bunch of young French dudes. And oh, look at that. She puts sunglasses on inside. She's super cute in a real 60s French kind of yeah. way. This, this is that you talk about this a lot. Yeah. The nostalgia for a time you were never a part of. Yeah, I feel that way in this case. Yeah, 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 I feel a strong nostalgia to this song and video. Yeah, even though I have nothing to do with it. Wow. Kind of makes you wish you went to a French university in yes, 1967. Exactly. Right? What was like, jeez, well, I was born. You myself. weren't born there. Should have been she's still around she's still so you can find like YouTube clips of her now singing new music and, oh, old, yeah. and old hits good for her yeah the uh, on a completely slightly unrelated note yeah. do you know Saint Germain? vaguely yeah okay yeah. it's the only I, I literally only bring it up because it's the only French music I know yeah and I'm a big I'm a big fan of that one. but that's new oh like the guys are singing along with him yeah that one looks like John Mulaney <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> wow. She looks like a college kid. Yeah, she's real apple cheeks. Yeah. Like she's, yeah, And like just kind of like almost shy and smiley. Yeah. But then like sort of typical, like the, the lyrics are sort of cynical. Like this version is talking about like, the psychology students sit next to me, these pimply boys who talk about Sartre and think they're so smart. Wow. And they're <laughs> that's great. Yeah. See? With their little jackets with the bent in the back and they tell me who they read. That's very Paul. Yeah. <laughs> that part is. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't stop looking at French John Williams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. The, the hook is nice. I like the hook. Yeah, it's fun shit. Yeah, that whole pie, I listen to. I have a. I really like French pop music from the 60s. That's so funny. And Francois Hardy and. Don't know. You might, if few. I don't know. There might be a couple of her. David. You know. So that was Jacqueline wow. Tailleb, a teen pop star from the 60s. From French Tunisia. Wow. Yeah. Maybe a little off-brand for me, but I like that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. What? So, do you want to say what she uh, was singing? Singing? Yeah, uh, I I sort of translated, like I Google translated the lyrics, oh, okay. and they were kind of. Again, it's the sort of thing where I wonder if there are parts where there's double meanings and things. Yeah, or we're things we're missing like out that, but in the translation. Yeah, the lyrics go: uh, Sitting on the benches of the big lecture hall, the perfect place is near the exit. I watch the people filling the room. They yawn and yawn again and yawn some more. The professor teaches a class on the history of England. 1066 was the invasion of the Normans. In 1338, there was a war. It was called the Hundred Years' War. That's the first verse. <laughs> it's very college. <laughs> and, yeah. But it's sort of like, I think the point is like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yes. And then the, the course is something like, what can we laugh about in the College of oh, Letters? Wow. I think College of Letters is basically just saying, like, the humanities are yeah. you know... Okay, yeah, yeah, Just a basic college, university. It feels like she almost wrote this in class because she... Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, the second verse goes, But finally, toward afternoon, the class ends. Two hours drag on, and it seems so long. $20 in the machine, and you can eat some ham sandwiches without ham. <laughs> <laughs> The students have lunch or something to drink. Me, I think about Monday when I'll be in my apartment thinking about the coal mines of England in Liverpool, (laughs) Cardiff and Glasgow. Oh, my God. And then the third and final verses sitting near me are the psychology students, little pimply guys who talk about their souls. They each make grand, bold claims about the philosophies of Kant, Bergson and Sartre. They talk. The talk gets really cute when it's a student wearing a little suit jacket with a big vent in the back, telling you willingly, maybe even with pride, "I only read Geet, Verlaine, or Rimbaud." Ah, that is right. So is shady so as fuck? Like shady. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is like a diss track, and it doesn't. Yeah, the the poppy, yeah, sing songy of the song does not fit. No, not at all. How how like cynical oh, that song is? That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I also like it that, yeah, college boys have always been fuckboys. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Even in the late 60s. Yeah. Like, the whole song is one big eye roll. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, I am so excited about the next group that you've been. Oh, good. Uh, Before I knew you knew them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Not only do I know them, I have mentioned once or twice maybe on the show and several times to you a very formative experience. Not necessarily (laughs) formative, but... Iconic Mm -hmm. experience in my life where I went to a concert in 1992. Yes. That was uh, the Kiss 108 summer concert where they had all the hit makers of the day come and play their songs. So at that concert, I saw Color Me Bad. I saw PM Dawn. Mm -hmm. I saw Katie Lang because she had a big hit at that time. I saw uh, Sophie B. Hawkins. Remember her? I love Sophie B. Hawkins. I saw Chris Cross. Fantastic. Right Said Fred. Okay. The headliner was James Brown. I didn't see him because we left early. Yeah. But he was in, in the mix. Yeah. Julian Lennon randomly had a hit. Oh, that's that way late, too. Wow. Um, Woody Harrelson was there promoting White Man. Why job back because it was 92? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And also this next group who I didn't know at the time but later became a favorite band of mine. Oh, awesome. And even though I don't remember seeing them, I know that I did. <laughs> you just said so I say, it did. Also, well, yeah, just say who they are. They're the Smithereens. The fucking Smithereens, one of the great bands. They're great. Yeah. I had an experience a couple months ago where I heard someone mention that the the front man for the group, Pat DiNizio, died in, like, December. December 2017? yeah. I didn't know that. It went completely unnoticed by me when it happened. I heard on some podcast or someone something mentioned that he died, and I was like, what? Because usually even... Even if there's a musician who I barely know or don't know at all when they die, I'll see like a Twitter trending thing or it'll yeah. catch my attention. Did not know at all that he died. Wow. He I just died knew. within the last year. Yeah. Oh my God. I I mean, they were they were big enough that that would get some sort of... it thinks a Girl Like You was a big hit. Girl was hit? a big hit. They played Saturday Night Live. I know yeah. that for a fact. Yeah. Wow. They were at the Kiss One Away concert yeah. in 1992, I think with Girl Like You. Yeah. They had another song on... Uh, from that album that was big I just can't remember it Yeah, but this is their big hit From their first album Yeah, this to me is the I thought this was their first song If I'm not mistaken Or the yeah. first hit Yeah it is. Blood yeah. and Roses Yeah, and that whole know. album is perfect I love this song uh, I don't know the I, don't, well, I know Behind the Wall of Sleep Yeah That's a great um, song uh, Strangers When We Meet Is a great that, song Yeah, I don't know but, Yeah But I love the how this starts out Yeah They're just a great rock band Yeah, it's great rock band uh, Almost power pop, but a little heavier. Yeah. A little, a little, I mean, this song to me is dark. For them, it's even a little darker than they normally Well, Girl are. Like You seems way happier than yeah, this. Yeah. So, but, but his voice is cool. Yeah. They're huge Beatles guys, and they put out a few Beatles covers albums as oh. a band. I won't hold that against <laughs> Um, This is actually... I heard this song uh, I heard this song on the radio when it came out. Yeah. I also this is from a movie. An eighties movie called Dangerously Close. Yeah, I I vaguely aware. Which were, is like a real eighties movie about like an elite prep school where in the elite prep school there's a club that that's starting Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> I wish. This is no one that's huge. But it's in that elite club they get rid of the undesirables Ooh. and it's like one guy gets involved with them because originally I think it's something like yeah we're gonna get rid of all like the bullies and shit and then if it's like then it kind of becomes more like ethnic cleansing and the guy's like what are we getting involved in here yeah, when you say early. get rid of do you mean actually kill it gets to that point oh okay yeah at first it's like get rid of them out of the school oh yeah and yeah. then it becomes like we need to do it's like, more it's like really fight more. club yeah start turning violent but just again. yeah just rough but well, yeah, these are real uh, Joe's bags of donuts. <laughs> yes. I guess it's to a of that. Yes. The so Joe's like, bags. of Donuts. Just thing. regular guys, great. They could be a good bar band. They're like power they, pop. I mean, you look at them, you're like, wow, they look, they look yeah. like. Yeah. Um, but unlike unlike uh, the Steve Miller Band, I never associated them. These guys with, like Jock Rock, no? I think so. they were music nerds. But yeah, I think like so. bands like the way that we talked about uh, Marshall Crenshaw. Yeah, and guys. Yeah, and also you get the feeling like they are themselves music nerds. Like they yeah. have shops. Yeah, they absolutely. probably have a real depth of of you know pop rock knowledge. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like maybe. They got a little lighter with their second and third album because I'm thinking of this and then I Behind the Wall of Sleep I remember is kind of like a dark song too. Yeah, but other I think this song is dark because it's for that movie. For it, I think it's specific, it specifically was for the yeah, movie. Yeah, the rest yeah. of that album is, is a little lighter in tone. Oh, than this, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is a good for me, this is like, oh I'm in my car. Yeah. Yeah. So. I I'm just gonna sing this song. This is like what the Gin Blossoms would have sounded like if they were more badass and less wussy. <laughs> if the Gin Blossoms weren't 90s Harmless Rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I can totally see that. I also like the Gin Blossoms more than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I had to pick a, the best 90s Harmless Band. Uh, yeah. Maybe there was blossom. that one song that you liked today. Uh, from Empire Records. Right. Until so I hear it from you. Yes. that's I do like that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love the Smithereens. I'm so glad you. Brought oh, i yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'm happy. I wouldn't have. Exp- That's definitely. Yeah, I count that as off-brand for you. But yeah, I was like, oh god. I, yeah, it was off. It's, sometimes it's even off-brand for me. I'm like, wait, do I really like them? And I'm yeah. like, oh no, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Um, you should check out that whole album. I need to look. I need to dive a little deeper because I do like all. This. There are like three or four hits that they had. Yeah, they're yeah. great. And R.I.P. Patton is i was So because I love that band and he's such a. I, I'm a fan of him, and I just yeah. was completely had no idea. unaware that he died when he yeah. did. Um, okay, uh, moving on to my next clip. We're going to talk about Bruce Hack. What do you know about Bruce Hack? Nothing. H-A-A-C-K. Yes. I also know next to nothing about Bruce Hack. There's not a lot mm-hmm. to know about him, except that he's a very early electronic music pioneer. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. the track... That we're going to hear is Supernova, which is from his album, The Electric Lucifer, from 1970. Oh, you went a little later with this one. Yeah. I yeah. guess so. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess everything else I picked was technically from yeah. the 60s so far. So yeah. this is from 1970. Uh-huh. Uh, very early user of like Moog synthesizers. And I love the like sound this. of a Moog synthesizer. If you like the sound of a Moog synthesizer, I think you're going to be into this. Okay. But he's real avant-garde, so it's pretty weird. As is the video. Okay. For all of my videos for this episode, this is the one I most recommend people go to. (laughs) MusicRayGun.com to check out the playlist to watch. Because it looks like this song sounds, if that makes any sense. Um, But I don't really know anything about him that much outside of The Electric Lucifer and maybe a couple other songs. Okay. Uh, this is I think his only major label album. Are we saying this might be his most well-known song, or just something that you like? No, I don't think it's even the, the most well-known song. I think is from this album. It's called "Electric to Me." Turn. Oof, that's a rough title. Um, "Electric to Me." Turn. Yes, I can't even process what that. I don't. I don't there's, it doesn't make any syntactic sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is just a song from the album that I like. That also had a really cool video. All right, uh, and he died in 1988 so there's, oh, wow. there's really nothing new from here this video is already stressing me this looks like this is going to be it's a baby on a carpet with weird dolls in space uh strap in Kirk <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weirder wow this is real 70 yeah this could be on Sesame Street I think wow I'm, I'm waiting for that moment. I'm waiting for the drop it's going to There's not in. really <laughs> much of a drop, it's just its a real acid trip. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. This is one of the poppier songs. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is, yeah. I don't want to say he sold out of this song, but whoa. Thank God the whole video wasn't just the fast track of people. Yeah, yeah. Gal Costa was a real pop video, and this is a real acid. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do, does he show up at all? Or is no, just we're not going to see him, but we're going to okay. hear him. He does, Oh, he sings. He does. Well, he more like whisper sings. You'll hear it. Okay. He's got something to say. Nice. Come on, Bruce. This is I to just this, Describing different. the video is an impossible task. It's just a lot of video footage. Yeah, it's just like, it's like found things. footage of various yeah. things. <gasps> There he is. This is um, not for me. No, you don't like this? No. No, Okay. Even though I love the Moog synthesizer sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good boy. This is one of those, I I don't know what to do with this. Is he feeding milk to a bat? Yeah, someone's hand feeding a baby bat. (laughs) I love that footage of the baby bat. Yeah, this is like, I'm glad there's a video to accompany it so I can enjoy the video. I don't. I don't know what to do with this music. Get high. I don't even know if I can get high. I would, I mean, I would smoke a joint, lay back in my bed with my eyes closed, and just uh-huh. listen to this album. That's what I would do. Do you, do you, would you find that soothing or relaxing? No. The free design I would do that yeah. to relax. This I would just do literally To, to, to go on a journey, man. Oh. yeah, I want to go on a journey. Man. But this doesn't make me anxious. I just find uh, it really interesting. It, it makes me a little anxious. Yeah. Um it's the combination of his whispering voice and and, and the, the the noise. In other tracks his voice is much more uh like electronically modulated Oh, okay. And doesn't necessarily sound he doesn't always whisper sing. Okay. This must have sounded so revolutionary in 1970. Yeah. I mean you could play this today and you would be like, Oh, this is some crazy pretty guitar musician now. Yeah. Who's like using the mood to Yeah, yeah. But even then we're used to electronic sounds in our music. Yeah. And this is really early electronics. Yeah. I don't know who was listening to this in 1970. Yeah. I mean like hey did you get the new Bruce app? Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Art students. Yeah. I mean this certainly wasn't on the radio. It's probably just other musicians. Yeah. This wasn't a uh, two for Tuesday on Maria. Got a little be. bit. It reminds me of, both in the video and the music, Lori Anderson's Sharpies Day. I do know Sharpies Day. I know yeah, Anderson, Anderson, Lori um, And I know her the videos are like this. Yeah, yeah. This is even weirder and less accessible than that. But, yes. But. This is. I find this less accessible than Lori <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. What about this part? It's, kind of, it's a little more... It's part jams. This part, yeah, this part is jams. Uh, oh, boy. I listened to, because I was checking this out, I listened to uh, Electric Lucifer from front to back at work the other day. Oh, my God. How did you even get work done? I don't know. It's It's good background. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, wow. I also don't know if this video is... Like an official video to go with this music, or if this is a homemade. Oh, that's a really good point. All the the footage is old enough that it looks like whatever, whenever it was made, it was made contemporaneously with the music and not something that someone just threw up on YouTube. But it could be. if it's just something uh homemade from someone on YouTube, they did a great job. Yeah. They they like they understand the vision that Bruce Hack has. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's it that's why I don't think that it is. I don't think it is. Because it's, it's too good. Yeah. Oh god, it just keeps getting weirder. Weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> to up the ante after that. Little- <laughs> that was great, though. This is uh, I mean I feel like we're leaving the the listener out of what we're watching, but there's no way to describe it. You, have you just to, have to go look at it. Yeah, go check it out. It's just a series of distressing. It's just avant garde video yeah, art. Avant garde. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Video art. If that was an installation, I've been like, oh, look at this installation. I'll yeah. walk on by it. And would you? Yeah, I'm sorry, not to promote drug use, but yeah, I described like listening to it with my eyes closed. What if there was a video like this for every song, and then you just like make a YouTube playlist and watch that? from start to finish of, of of the video without the music wait, no wait. of if there was a video like this for every song on the album and you just experienced the whole album that way no like a 45 minute version oh, of what we just did. No. <laughs> no not at all sir. no no, so you're saying the thing you don't like you wouldn't <laughs> like if it were ten times as long. Yeah, oh, strange. Okay, oh, I guess. Well, all right, okay, that's that's yeah. how you live your life. That's how you live your life. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hard pass. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, I am. I've been excited about several of your picks. Basically yeah. everything except Tiffany Miller. Yeah, I'm most excited about this. I this pack. one I knew. Yeah. I knew you would. Yeah, this is the Violent Femmes. Sure, uh, which I knew you liked. Love the Violent Femmes. This is my favorite song by them, which is Prove My Love." It's your favorite song. This is my favorite song by them. Now, I only know the Violent Femmes' first album, which is this. That's fine. I don't know anything else. I mean, they have other songs that are great, but I I saw the Violent Femmes uh, for Mm -hmm. my 20th birthday. It's one of my favorite shows I ever went to. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been to a ton of shows, as I've said. I'm not a big live music fan, but I love them live. And they play their hits, which basically means almost their entire first album. Yeah. And then, like, uh, American Music, which is a track that was a semi-hit for them in the early 90s. And oh, okay. Don't there's some either. stuff from their second. I mean, they've got other tracks that their fans know. How but, many albums do they have, roughly? Um, I don't know, half a dozen. Oh, okay. They, they made one in 2000, and they've broken up and gotten back together. They just put out a new album last year or this year. So. Huh. I, uh. Um, but they're still around. They kind of, they're one of those bands who are like, they kind of hate each other, but they still play. They're like, you just kind of make payments. But they've yeah. just been, when you see them, they basically play their first album. Their first album may as well be like Violet Femmes Greatest hits. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Like, if you had told me this is Violent Femmes Greatest hits, I'd be like, oh my God, what yeah. a great band. They had so many big hits. Yeah. That I saw them. whole album is great. I saw them in 2002. It was 20 years after that album. I mean, people yeah. know Blister in the Sun. Yep. Uh, they know Kiss Off. Yeah. Um, they Added might it up is Add that it up? Uh, Yeah Th- Yeah those three are probably The big ones yeah. But they might know Prove My Love but I love Prove My Love I love Please Don't Go oh, Everything on the, the whole first album The was first great. whole first album was And great. when you see them live Everyone in the audience Knows every word To every song the whole show Is a big sing-along Oh that's cool It's great That's very cool Yeah uh, So this is a live version Of them in I think I said Milwaukee, eighty yeah. three. So not long after the album came out, Which is, and they're from Milwaukee. This is yes. like they're on Milwaukee Public Action I love the drummer. I love the bassist. Yeah, it's great. I didn't know that the drummer did just do it, it standing up. I had no idea. Well, they used to busk. Do you know how they got discovered? No. They would just busk around the streets of Milwaukee and one time they were busking out front in front of the arena where the Pretenders were going to play that night. And Chris, the band, the Pretenders saw them busking and were like, you're opening for us. Wow. And put them on stage to open for them. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Now, here's... Uh, my story about them I never saw them I knew of the violent femmes in the 80s because of kids who had jean jackets And had like Violent Femmes Drawn on their Yeah On their jackets And stuff that they did So in my head And I didn't know their music In my head I was like Oh they must be like A real hardcore punk band Oh no Just cause the name Violent Femmes yeah. And I'd seen yeah. on the jacket I didn't know their music I didn't know <laughs> Their name doesn't fit them No Yeah And I Didn't This is awful I didn't really know of Their music Until College which, Which is like eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Yeah but Blister in the Sun Is a, is a staple Yeah And, and, and every and, generation Rediscovers yeah. them And that album And I knew it because I, I knew the name And I'm walking by A dorm room And there's these girls Just jamming out to it Yeah And I was like Oh this is cool Yeah uh, And uh, it was Prove I Love is pretty, and I was like, oh, this is a fucking good song, and I was like, oh, this is the Violent Fence? Yeah, I, this is good. Their their sound is is so unique. Yeah, and timeless. Yeah. yeah, like they should just issue this to everyone in America when you turn 13. It's like you're going to need this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to like it. Trust us. And like Fiona Apple, Gordon Gano was only 18 when that first album came wow. out, so he's like 18 or 19 here. Oh, and that's he crazy. wrote all these songs in high school. Which is why they have that like authentically teenage yeah. feel to them. Is wow. because he was an angsty teenager. Yeah, exactly. Also, I like how they're dressed. They're just dressed like a bunch of nerds. Like yeah, ones in a robe, from- ones in a suit, and one's got a hat on. Yeah. But it's great. Those dorks from Milwaukee. Yeah, and I, in my head, I didn't know that they were dorks because of their name. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, this album great. Acoustic is, punk Like it's Yeah it's so good Yeah It's such a good song Yeah 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 That whole first album Is mm-hmm. such a classic uh, I never get sick of hearing it I figured you would know. Yeah uh, Okay time for our last clip Alright I don't really know How to describe Franco Battiato. Great name though in a, An Italian pop singer I think like Gal Costa He's a big deal in mm-hmm. Italy And has been for decades mm-hmm. I don't really know that much about him Yeah I know that his first album is called Fetus. And it's like a concept sure. album about a fetuses and birth and things. Okay. Um it's not very poppy. The the two songs we're going to hear are uh from that album. And okay. The first song that uh got me into him is from that album. Uh but it's not one of them. It's called A Cell. That's the one that I really like. But there's no there was no live performance of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found a TV performance from, this is from 72. So this is the most recent thing that I did. <laughs> this, this is the modern stuff you put in. Doing the songs, energy and uh, mechanics. Oh, okay. From that mm-hmm. album. All right. The interesting thing about the album is he recorded a, an Italian version and an English version. Oh. So both of these songs you can hear in English. Uh, and they're pretty direct translations. So energy and mechanics—that's not one song. That's two, two different songs. songs. Okay. Well, we're going to hear him do. Technically, we're going to hear Energia e Mechanica. Yeah, that's why I was throwing. Because we're going to hear the Italian performances, and then I'll tell you the lyrics after oh, each song, which that. are wild. But this is like early '70s Italian prog pop, <laughs> is how I <I'd> describe. <laughs> oh boy, it. that's the from song? a concept album about called Fetus. Wow, that's what you're selling me. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be for you but his voice is really lovely and the lyrics are weirder than the I'll just fucking play I'll just fucking play, it. Just fucking play <laughs> <All it. right. laughs> Okay he's got a mask on he's wearing a mask of himself but and and that uh, other people in the audience are also wearing mask on he gave the mask to the people in the audience. To yeah, him. that's the cover art from the English version of Fetus. The Italian version of Fetus has a close-up image of an actual fetus, but it got banned. So, I understand. It was replaced with this image. So, uh, he's, he's giving Bruce Hack a run for his money with a beard. He's, he's not quite as weird as Bruce Hack. But you'll see... <laughs> Don't be thrown by the fact that he looks like John Tarturo dressed like the lead singer of Dexie's Midnight Runners. <laughs> That's perfect. That is perfect. Yeah. This is him up Wait. Here. Oh, so the audience band. is on stage with him. Kind of. They're all around. See, they're all yeah. wearing the mask. And so are the members of his band. They're all wearing masks with him. And who which one is, is he? This is him. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Abu <laughs> and they're all taking the mask off yeah that is straight up John Turturro dressed like the lead singer yes, of the Midnight absolutely man. I find it hysterical that he had to have the mask on over his eyeglasses. yeah that's well he still needs to see he still needs to say I love that uh, but I think this is, is so. really pretty isn't it I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely better than Supernova. Oh, yeah. It's going to get weirder. Now. No, okay. <laughs> figure out if I like this or not <laughs> I really cannot I feel like if you can't figure it out it's, there's something to it then it's good yeah even if you don't like it yeah it's, it's complex it's, it's real easy for me to go no oh, no no I don't like it yeah but I can't say that that looks like when you say the um <laughs> I I can't tell Mechanica is more Prog than Energia okay. do you is there a clear distinction yes. of when that comes in? Okay. I'll stop it after energy. and read okay. the lyrics in English. Yeah, it's real interesting. Uh, he's still a major Italian pop singer. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I feel like he's like, I don't know, the like Bob Dylan a or something. Wow. Yeah. He's like 27 here or something. Wow. The, the band is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, the rest of his band looks like they could be any American 70s They could be rockers. Bad Company. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a unique look. Yes, he does. And there's still some audience members still wearing his face. I there's Taylor Swift. There is so many stars in this. A lot of good-looking Italian kids yes. in the audience. I can't tell if the audience is into it or not. Neither can I. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that, that was a clear. That was the, yeah. Okay. That was energia. So okay. here's the lyrics. This is these are the lyrics he sings in the English version, and I googled the I Google translated the Italian lyrics, and it's pretty much a direct translation with a couple of exceptions. Okay, this guy's weird. Uh, I've bought a lot of women in my life. Oh, he goes straight to the gate with that. On all the beds, I've left a lot of sweat. Now, that's an interesting word choice because in the, in the Italian, instead of sweat, the word there is energy, which is the title of the song. Oh. But for the English version, he said sweat. I like energy better. Yeah, it's a little more, yeah. it's a little vaguer. Yeah. Uh, how many unwanted children have gone down the drain, closed in cement pipes and finished by the water? If a child understood that by chance it is born a chance in a million. It would understand all the dreams that life offers. It would live each illusion full of joy, full of confusion. How many tears I've shed without weeping. How much hatred I've given just to enjoy a little bit more. How many lies I've told. How many strange truths to shape all the games I want to play every day. Wow. Europeans, man. Does he... <laughs> I I still don't know what it means, yeah. but I feel that there's some self-loathing there. Yeah, I guess uh, that's just my uh, random. Like it's season. lamenting yes. all the uh, wasted children that he he could yeah, have had. Yeah, yeah. That the, <laughs> flushed down <laughs> the mean, drain. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, it's a concept album about of birth and life, and, right. and it's called fetus. Uh, so then, I and then up. that was energy. That's the that's the lead track on. That's the, the album. track. That's the hot, that's hot one. Track one, and then mechanic is somewhere on side two. I this feels a little more familiar yeah wait well, it did until that <laughs> i oh, didn't realize came. there was a violin <laughs> i didn't know violin was a rock violin, violin yes shredding on the violin oh yeah, Hell yeah. Like, take out the violin, and I go, oh, that's Cross of Stills and Nash. <laughs> it feels very Cross of Stills and Nash. Yeah. This feels like the stuff that they would play at the lake. Well, and yeah. Now it's getting froggier though. Yeah, now okay, now it is, yeah. Yep, yep. Now it's turning into yes. Oh, boy. Three. But, like, Italian. Italian, yes. <laughs> Italian, yes. It would be C. Yeah, <laughs> See, <laughs> <C. laughs> I like the violin player. I um I, I like the Energia better. I think. Yeah, 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 I do too. Energia was uh, a little more mysterious, and I wish just for the ease of our understanding that this performance were in English, yes. so I didn't have to translate it. But yeah, I like how he's animated here. He's like, this is my rock song. Yeah, I'm rocking out now and again the kids look completely indifferent they're like I guess well, are they indifferent or are they just European? <laughs> yeah
1: exactly
0: <laughs> they could be they could yeah. be like this is the best concert I've ever been to yeah yeah I like the song but also where they directed to be indifferent that could very well be true yeah. I like his performance better in this yeah uh, but I like this person quite a debut yeah, and wait. They just walk off stage. They're all walking off stage. Yeah, I think this is. He's like, we're done. some people in the audience are still wearing them. <laughs> yes. This is very confusing. Even without the fact that it's from Metal Age, it's still confusing. Yeah. Wait. So they're kind of. Warm. It's also a weird stage setup where they're on different levels, kind of. And yeah, and now he's bringing experience. out plastic. Is that a giant condom? Look, he's an artist. Yeah. We, you shouldn't have to explain. Right, yeah. Just let it... I'm going to go say that that's a giant... Just the art that's, flow over you. I'm going to say that's a giant condom. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but maybe you could be... Yeah. I'm, I mean, you Why know... Thematically, it makes thematically sense. Thematically, it makes sense. Yeah. And he's wrapping it around the crowd as that's his lost children. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Hey, your interpretation is as valid as mine. <laughs> there are no wrong answers. That's it. Here, here are the lyrics. Yes, I can't wait for this. This, one, this one's a little simpler, but... Uh, My eyes are mechanical. My heart is made of plastic. My brain is mechanical. The taste is synthetic. My fingers are mechanical. Made of moon dust. In a laboratory, the genes of love. Oh, yeah. Energy is much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was right the first time. Yeah, okay. Wow. But that was Franco Batia, right and, and if anybody Batia. out there liked that, check out his song <laughs> A Cell. The English version of which is just one of my favorite songs and is is what made me aware Is of that one know. word? A, a cell. cell. Is like, in a C E L L? Yes. Okay. A okay. cell. A cell. Got it. it uh, uh, Una cellula oh. is the italian. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna go search it out, but I'm glad I know what it is. Yeah, you might not like it. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, but that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. If you want to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be a good thing to do. And while you're there, why not leave us a review? Uh, you can also email your comments and questions to musicraygun at gmail.com. And if you know someone who might like Music Raygun, please tell them about it, because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinjohn. Until next time, see ya!